COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa, both S's. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at IC sativa pod you can find and subscribe to our podcast on spotify itunes anchor.fm overcast radio republic TuneIn, stitcher iHeartRadio, and the google play music store please rate and review us on itunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs if you like what we are doing please become a patreon supporter of the podcast and support us supporting us helps Helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor.fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have $5 and above tiers if you're feeling extra generous. And a special thanks goes out to our current Patreons and supporters. Shout out to our friends of the show, Reefer Revolution, for supporting the podcast. Shout out also to Joey One Love 420, also a friend of the show and contributor of, of the show uh, and founder and frontman of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. Howdy y'all, Dan Scotland here joining you from Legal Grass, Massachusetts, the heartland of America. Um, so for today's episode, um, we're going to be going a bit off script right now. Um, we're in unprecedented times right now with police brutality, with um, the cops continuing to, to shoot and harm unarmed black men and women. Um, whether in their homes, whether pulling them over, over nothing, or over things that they would not pull over a white person for, and just looking for any reason or any sort of sudden movement or whatever that they feel just looking, just la- these racist cops just latching them to any reason to to harm and, and, and kill black people. Um and yesterday you, you you had um people of all races um in 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 the great state of wisconsin in kenosha you know protesting and um and letting it be known that 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 killing people that police being the judge jury and executioner of people is wrong is morally wrong and morally reprehensible 
um and and you had a you had a 17 year old kid who who goes and shoots shoots mostly peaceful protesters to quote unquote save property and you know um and there was an article about the 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 dealership where some some cars were were burned the, the the owner of that dealership said that they value justice over the property that may have been burnt they want justice for black people they're sick of 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 cops killing people with impunity you know um we're all sick of it in this country except for the radical right that that wants to wants to that seeks to do harm and seeks to racially terrorize other people and to stop people and allies trying to to fight for better and fight for justice um and we're we're in for some very very serious times right now um if you have, I mean, with your family, with your kinship networks, work out contingency plans, you know, work out plans to make sure that you and your own are safe. You know, be extra aware of your surroundings now. And um, again, I'm going to take the reason why I did this episode is is, is multiple fold to, to address this, um, to 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 talk about um the fact that we're going to take a break for a little while because again we have to we have to really be aware of our surroundings because there are so many people that seek to do harm to to people that want justice and you know any you know in my listeners all of you guys are, are people that want justice whether it's for cannabis whether it's 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 to see people being uh, to, to not be unfairly treated and unfairly profiled and stopped for the use of cannabis. But the, the abuses of cops, the abuses of authority, that that that, that latches on to, to so many other things unrelated and both related to the struggle to make cannabis accessible for regular ass people. Um, but there are there are bigger things at play and we're seeing we're seeing we're seeing uh in the NBA, the, the 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 players are striking. They're they're refusing to play. They want justice. You know the Milwaukee Bucks and I think the Brewers. They're not going to play. The all the basketball teams they're striking, which 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 is warranted. Um, Kaepernick kneeled so we can all do this. Um, there are things bigger than 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 cannabis. There are things bigger than um, than than sport ball. You know, we're all human and we all want justice or, or, or mo- a good amount of us that do. But there are people that want to keep this injustice system perpetuating and going on and disproportionately harming non-white people. So, um, again, I'm going to, let's, all right. So... Again, we, we really have to we really have to hold our, our loved ones close. We have to come up with plans for to, to make sure that we are safe and we know our surroundings and we can respond to anything if, if we feel that 
if someone else is seeking to do harm to us. I don't ever advocate people do anything that's against the law in their state, country, municipality, or anything. I never, I never condone that on this podcast ever. But you do have the right to self-defense. You do have the right to protect you and your own. If you are attacked, you you very well much do. I'm 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 gonna say this right now. I am not a pacifist. If you're seeking to do harm to me and my family, and 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 you're you're putting you're putting your hands on me, I'm never going to initiate. Um, I'm never going to initiate a conflict. But if 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 a conflict comes my way, if someone someone literally harms me in my own, I'm not going to just sit there and take it. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm just not going to just sit there and, and take that and allow that to happen. Um, but um, but to sort of segue into some other things, because um, again, we're going to take we're going to take a couple days off. Um, so as you guys know, I I I live in Massachusetts, and there's a competitive Senate race um, between Kennedy, who 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 up until recently was very anti-cannabis like he was quoted saying that um that the problem with with massachusetts decriminalizing cannabis in 2008 was the fact that cops wouldn't have probable cause to pull people over and profile and you know he literally said that and he had a he had very bad ratings with normal for the longest time and has finally been doing an about face but he he's well to the right of the incumbent who's Ed Markey, who I am endorsing officially on this podcast before we go on this break. Um, so I'm going to leave you guys with, with with some other stuff in the audio version of this. But um, right now, before we before we go, we're going to we're going to watch that ad right now, um, and and. Also, one of the big reasons why I'm supporting Ed Morgan, why I am endorsing him on this podcast, and why I've, I've sent, I've already sent in my vote for him, is because he's been a warrior with net neutrality. Um, he's 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 always been at the forefront and leading the charge to protect net neutrality. Because um, without net neutrality, we can't. I can't do this podcast. The the the, the powers that be, Comcast can be like, oh well, to to use podcasting platforms like spotify apple whatever you have to pay an extra 50 dollars a month to be able to use access those websites like like without net neutrality your your isp can prioritize traffic and upcharge for certain sites that you like to go to and that prevents the freedom of information that prevents me from spreading my message that prevents you from doing a podcast in your neck of the woods and spreading the message of cannabis reform in, in in your state in the U.S. If you don't have net neutrality, these ISPs can control what information you have access to. And, you know, when, you know, I mean, I, I can't say that I was entirely shocked by Trump winning four years ago, but it, it, it was a it was a gut punch. And, you know, early in 2017, when I saw Ed Markey rallying to protect net neutrality when Ajit Pai and all those other people were trying to just gut that thing. He, he was holding rallies. He was, and even, even before that, years before that, when, when he first started in 2013, 2014, you can find plenty of clips of him 
defending net neutrality and being a warrior, progressive warrior for that. Again, net neutrality is a First Amendment issue. Me spreading this podcast is a First Amendment issue. Um, as you know, you still have people like Facebook, even though they're, they're practically a social media monopoly, you still have them putting restrictions on, on cannabis, even in states like mine where it is legal. I cannot ever buy ads for 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 my podcast on Facebook because they deem it, quote unquote, illegal activity even though a facebook is based out of california it's fully legal there i don't and if, if and i've tried to buy advertising because you can specify on facebook you know what state you want the advertisement to go like and 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 the thing is they have the technology and they have the ability to 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 be able to filter and they have the ability to be able to be like oh your your i your your ip address is from massachusetts or your ip address is from maine and what you're doing is legal um what what you're advertising it's legal it's legal in that state so yeah i mean again net neutrality is serious business and And we need warriors like like Margie and warriors that are going to protect our ability to spread our message and to use the internet to organize, use the internet to 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 stage direct action, you know, where we live in the United States. Um, you have a you have like a around a dozen legal states. You have several dozen um, medical states. Um, we're probably gonna hit. Almost, a, we're probably going to hit close to forty by by year's end, at the rate and at the clip that we are we are getting at, and you know we have to we have to vote for politicians that, go, that are going to enable us to to stage direct action. Um, I mean, Markey at first was very sort of. Yeah, I mean, he was sort of like, like on the fence about legalization. Sort of, oh, we need to do more research. But now, nowadays, he's been going hard in the paint for it, and I, I have no reason to doubt he's going to continue to go hard in the paint for for legalization. Um, again, I mean, I don't want to keep this episode too long. Um, I'm going to enclose a bunch of other clips in the audio version of this. So this marks the end of the, of the video version. Um, as always, they can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as uh, iTunes, CastBox, Google Play Store, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, other platforms like it. I can be found. I'm, I'm during this break. I'm still going to be on, on on Twitter and I'm still going to be on Instagram. You can follow me at IC Sativa Pod. Um, you can also follow me on instagram at i am canvas sativa so let me read that again on twitter it's ic sativa pod on on instagram it's i am canvas sativa and you can continue to follow me there peace out ciao and stay medicaid my friends there's an invisible contract we all signed at birth a promise every hour we work means longer days of freedom and security it paved the road in your neighborhoods and it added up to a country but when crisis hit Trump's government abandoned America. We asked what we could do for our country. They looked for what they could take. But there's a truth written in every history book. If you break the sacred contract, the people make a revolution. All across America, 
The essential people are demanding a new deal. Well, they call me the deal maker. Ed Markey's desk was thrown out in the hall by the state house bosses. Markey's bill is now the law. I'm Ed Markey. I'm running for Congress because I want to fight for the principles that I believe in. The bosses may tell me where to sit. No one tells me where to stand. My father was a union leader. He taught me, don't beg for your rights. Organize and take them. So in January, I was the first senator to write to Trump. I warned him we needed a plan. I talked to the Democrats and the Republicans. I told them, we've got to save the fishermen. A month later, we had $300 million for our fishing industry. Trump wanted to cheap out, but I helped negotiate $600 a week for any American struggling to find the next gig. They thought the son of a milkman couldn't learn the rules. I made new ones. I don't need to get on the phone and talk to lobbyists to know what working people think. I get on the streets and I listen. I've got a question for one million people. Do you want to freeze the arms race? I put the deal on the table, but the people make it impossible to refuse. With 500 laws on the books, you think I'm going to stop now? They wish. Green New Deal. Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Senator Ed Markey introduced their Green New Deal. Stop climate change and create millions of good jobs in the process. We got to absolutely crush Donald Trump in November. But if we're going to end this era of chaos, that won't be enough. We got to make sure President Biden signs the Green New Deal. We can't wait. We got to have folks in the United States Senate who are willing to stand up for working people. That's who Ed Markey is. I need Ed Markey in the United States Senate. We asked what we could do for our country. We went out. We did it. With all due respect, it's time to start asking what your country can do for you. What's up, y'all? It's Black Red Guard again. Now, those of you all who have been following me for a while know that I keep it as real as humanly, humanly possible. I don't engage in uh, the deception and self-delusion that is so common on the, uh, on the Western left. Because I'm simply too black for that shit. Has it made me many friends? No. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to drown the enemies of my people in a sea of their own blood. Now, let's take a look at the situation in Kenosha, Wisconsin. A black man named Jacob Blake was shot seven times in the back the other day while he was trying to break up a fight. Naturally, there was an uprising. That is the rising trend in the American movement. Black people are basically saying you cannot keep killing us without... A reaction. So, I believe on the second night of the protest, the last night, a fellow named Kyle Rittenhouse, a white 17-year-old boy, showed up with a group of uh, so-called militia called the Kenosha Guard. Now, keep in mind, many of these people were not from Kenosha, Wisconsin. Now, also keep in mind that what do people call revolutionaries when um, when we show up on the ground? They call us outside agitators. 
So these actual outside agitators, Kyle Rittenhouse, for example, is from Antioch, Illinois, which is nowhere near Kenosha, showed up and Kenosha was blocked off by the police. Like It was very difficult to enter there the other night. But that did not stop this so-called Kenosha guard, which we can accurately describe as a lynch mob, showing up in this town. And if you watch videos of what happened, uh, you'll see that they were actively and openly working with the police. Not just like shaking hands or all that normal. No, the police were actively kettling demonstrators towards this armed militia. They were pushing people towards this group, knowing that they had live rounds in their rifles. So this 17-year-old kid murders two people and shoots another in the arm. And this individual that he shot and wounded is going to lose his arm. Now, y'all, I don't know where y'all get off seeing these protests and things as a hobby or a place to go to sell your papers or to go yammer about this and that or even in your stupidity seek out other uh, different trends and tendencies of leftists to uh, try to debate and argue with in the midst of the protest but Black Red Guard always keeps it real all your critiques all your um, this and that nobody gives a shit okay the people demonstrating don't give a shit Nobody does. You know what's a real critique? A bullet traveling through your skull. Nothing critiques like a bullet, okay? And y'all are so anxious. The left is so anxious for civil war as if we actually have the strength to not, not just to go on the offensive, but to actually defend ourselves and our uh, and our comrades, never mind the masses. Hell, if anything, it'll be the masses defending us. And I have consistently said for years and years and years, this is coming. This is going to happen after Charlottesville. And unlike the left, which seems in a perpetual state of positional warfare against itself, the right praises anybody who takes out what they see as the enemy. And they learn from this stuff. See, most of these people are not in uh, uh, parties or little sects, and they don't spend time debating and arguing with each other all on the Internet. Most of these people are lone wolves. They watch YouTube videos. They read books such as the Turner Diaries. Like They have a giant litany of fiction. Harold Covington, who died on my birthday a couple years ago, um, wrote a entire genre of fiction about white people going to the Pacific Northwest and violently succeeding from the United States. So these people have civil war, race war, revolutionary war fantasies too. Of course, they're still reactionaries, but they realize that armed struggle is how they're going to get what they want. We true communists realize that as well. But 
I, I constantly see people like the left is so fucking impotent. It's ridiculous. Why the fuck are you applauding the fact that this guy got arrested? Why? Why are we applauding the state that we despise, the state that we hate arresting one of our enemies? Keep in mind, this dude was seen working with the police after he, he even tried to turn himself in. And the police handed him a bottle of water and told him to get the fuck out of there. So he fled the state and uh, they only arrested him after he was identified it was being blasted all over Twitter. The police did not give a shit. Look at this dude's Facebook page, which has been taken down. So I guess you can't look at it anymore. But like he was training to be a police officer. The only reason he got arrested was because he got antsy and did not wait till he was formally issued his badge to start killing people with abandon. So basically playtime is over, y'all. All these, this shit talking and gossip. That, that shit doesn't mean anything when there's a bullet traveling towards your head. I have been very critical of left unity in the past. I still am from an ideological perspective. It is flattening contradictions. But at the same time, when you have the president of the United States, along with his major competitor, Joe Biden, basically saying that they would have no qualms about uh, arresting us all. And um, you have armed militias that are showing up to protests and demonstrations that we communists should be defending. Here's the thing, like we should not just show up to these things. We should be actively taking a security role to defend the people. We are not idle bystanders here. All of y'all constantly talk about leadership, 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 protracted people's war, protracted people's war. How, how are you going to initiate protracted people's war when you can't even defend your own people from a 17-year-old kid? Huh? It's idle boasting. It doesn't conform with reality. It's anti-dialectical materialist and it is anti-Maoist. And it's also anti-black. Like, I also, um, I've been looking at uh, documents about how the security team at uh, the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone basically murdered uh, a black kid because they were driving around the area. So, this shit is so scattershot and unorganized. Like, why the fuck would you allow a bunch of settlers with guns, indistinguishable, indistinguishable from boogaloo types, to, to run security at your protest? Do you actually think that not using the N-word every five seconds mean that, means that you are not anti-black? This is the Black Lives Matter movement, so where the fuck are all these white people with, uh, with with weapons and shitty politics coming from. Keep this in mind. As for steps forward, this shit is going to keep happening. We are inching towards a civil war balkanization situation in the United States. As communists, we have to be prepared to grow our ranks, strengthen our ranks. This means ideologically, physically, and... Uh, and practically. Like, yeah, you sit up and you have a study group every week. But are you applying what you learn in the study group? What are you even studying? Are you, uh, I hope to God you're studying the actual concrete conditions of the United States. I hope to God that's what you're studying. Because that's if you're not, then what, what are you reading it for? Right now, what is important? We are working for revolution in the United States.
We have to dredge the rich history of revolutionary practice by oppressed and colonized people in the United States. I see some of the things people be reading. Like, why would you be reading Marxist footnotes? Is that going to stop you from getting killed? Is that going to help you build power in any way in this country, in this context? Your enemies want to bathe in your blood. How are you going to concretely stop them? What are you going to do about it? Why do you deserve power? Here's the thing. like Power, as Mao teaches us, grows from the barrel of a gun. So, the right realizes this. Like, they study Mao at military academies. And the revolutionary left, of course, abides by this term. But look at what y'all are doing. Arguing over whether or not to vote. Do the masses vote? Well, why? What is the point of any of this? Those two people that got shot and killed the other last night, they're dead forever. Do you want to be dead forever? Do you want to die because of mistakes? Somebody else's mistake? No. I certainly don't want my people to die because of stupid people's mistakes and incompetence. We deserve better. I'm Black Red Guard. Get it together. I love you. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to h https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash 65TG2NR. Again, that is HTTPS colon slash slash discord dot GG slash 65TG2NR. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp based products. You can check them out by the link HTTPS colon slash BIT dot LY slash 33FKRV9. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts, such as Dog Treat 20, Tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.